When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. So excited to have you a part of our series here, literally focusing on the most incredible women in Web3. Amazing. I'm so excited to be here. So Marissa, Marissa, tell us a little bit about your background. I know now you're, you know, running the Abra and the head investor in this fund. And I'd love to kind of know your background. I mean, it's so cool to be part of this whole ecosystem to understand like where did you come from like what was the beginning of this journey yeah well i got into the space about um in around 2016 which was very very early i mean the space is relatively new and at that point you know there was probably only a couple hundred people working full time in the space you know globally um so i had some friends that were very very early in the space um including bill who's the founder of abra and a couple other friends that were kind of building companies and investing in the space. And it was really just Bitcoin at that point, you know, the other, um, you know, cryptocurrencies that we know today didn't exist in a lot of cases, except for Ethereum. So I was really just brought in kind of by the community because it was a really interesting community of people. It felt very disruptive and very kind of game changing. And I don't think anyone could have predicted what would have happened in the following years, but I really wanted to be a part of it. So I jumped in and started um, advising a lot of the startups in the space and getting paid in Bitcoin and Ethereum, which worked out very well for me. <laughs> wait, so like, well, like, wait, like, were you already in finance? Was your background finance before coming into the space? So yeah, I started my career um, as a lawyer at Skadden Arps, which is one of the biggest firms in the world. And I was in their investment management group. So a lot of our clients were BlackRock and a lot of the really big asset managers that you know. Um, so I did that for a couple of years and then I really kind of looked ahead at the, you know, the partners and just didn't really think it was for me long term. So I moved out to California, joined a tech company and kind of moved into a business role. So I had this kind of background of, um, you know, being a lawyer and kind of being touching the financial services industry, which I think gave me a sense of like what the disruptive um, capabilities were of this new industry. And when I first got in, what I was advising these startups on was financial regulation. That was kind of my contribution. And a lot of these um, startups were trying to raise money via ICOs. You know, if you remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Sadly, I do remember that time. So they're really trying to understand like what the ramifications were from a kind of regulatory um, perspective on launching these tokens. So I was able to kind of initially get into the space that way, but then I quickly kind of learned you know, it was kind of a two-way information um, where I was giving them information and they were teaching me a lot about the technology behind the space. And then because I kind of knew everybody in the industry, I started investing both my own capital, but also um, a lot of other investors were kind of asking me what to invest in. So I started putting together investment vehicles and investing in the space as well. So that's how I got started. Oh, that's so cool. And any of those companies that you were advising before, are they still here and around today? 
A lot of them are. I mean, you know, Reserve, which is one of was one of the first kind of stablecoin um, projects, is still around. A lot of them didn't survive. You know, there was there's been like several kind of waves of um, the industry every couple of years, and just like any other kind of tech industry, there's a lot of companies that don't make it. Uh, but definitely worked with a bunch of interesting projects and kind of helped them think through, you know, their different token models um, and all aspects of their business. And so then when did you join Abra? Um, joined Abra this year. Uh, so Abra is a, um, a lot of people know it as a wallet um, and we offer kind of various uh, crypto trading services, the ability to earn interest on crypto. So we're paying anywhere from kind of two to 10% on crypto assets and the ability to borrow against your crypto. So people who are kind of, you know, sitting on a bunch of Bitcoin, they don't want to sell it, um, but they want to buy a house. They're kind of depositing it with Abra and then borrowing against it. So that was kind of the initial business of Abra. We launched in 2016, so we've been around for a while. And then we're we're now building out a bunch of services like prime, prime services and asset management services for institutions. Because our, our business started very, very retail and we've kind of evolved as institutional investors have come into this space. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And so Marissa, like thinking about Abra, would you not, would you say this is the, you know, web three bank, you know, so if you're holding crypto, you know, rather than holding it in your own wallet, you can also hold it at Abra and actually earn interest. Yeah, that's how we think of ourselves. We're not really allowed to use that term. We are... Um, in the process of getting various licenses. So that will probably change in the future. But we are kind of more similar to a bank um, than an exchange, although you can definitely exchange, you know, up to 150 cryptocurrencies on our platform. But we also offer these kind of high yield, um, what we call think of savings accounts. Um, so a lot of people who are kind of long term crypto holders will, will deposit their crypto and earn interest. Um, and I, as I mentioned, the rates are really, really good and better than anything that you would get with your bank. So it's it's a great product. How secure is it to have your Bitcoin stored on Abra? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's always counterparty risk um, with any time you're not holding your crypto yourself. Um, so there's always that risk. But we are a team that is very focused on risk management in terms of, um, you know, so we generate the interest um, via institutional lending. So not all of your crypto is sitting at Abra. It's not like we have it all um, just sitting in in cold wallets, but we apply a very kind of rigorous kind of um, risk management system to to our lending. And a lot of the companies that we're lending to are big institutions in the space with huge balance sheets. So, you know, miners, OTC desks, market makers, those types of, of companies. And um, we have a very uh, strong team from Wall Street that we brought in to kind of help us think through this credit analysis. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's something that we're very, very focused on. And so, OK, so now like you, you get part of this. Were, did you start the fund? Were you one of the people that were initiated the actual Abra fund? Yeah. So Bill, who's the founder of Abra and I have been investing together outside of the space for several years. 
um, a lot of the kind of Web3 protocols that you've heard about. We've been investing in these um, protocols and a bunch of kind of centralized companies in the space. So Who are we, the companies that you've invested in? Uh, Solana. We did invest in Terra, which was obviously in the news the last couple of weeks. Um, Avalanche, like a bunch of, um, you know, Polygon, a bunch of these um, protocols that people may or may not have heard of. Um, and we really wanted to kind of bring our deal flow and access to our customers. So we've launched a fund that is focused on investing in early stage Web3 protocols and companies. So we have a venture fund and a token fund. And how big is the fund? Um, 50 million for now. So we, we're um, kind of deploying the capital now and we'll probably raise more capital. You know, it's a great time to invest right now just because the markets have pulled back quite a bit. <laughs> so it's it's a great time to be investing. And so with the 50 million, what are the main investments you're looking for? And are you having a focus on women and investing in women in Web3 and crypto and yeah, so we we are, um, you know, we're focused on kind of investing across the whole Web3 stack, pretty focused on infrastructure versus applications, with the exception of um, DeFi protocols, because Abra is actually, we, we deploy into DeFi um, as a part of kind of generating this yield that we talked about. So we think we're kind of DeFi experts and we, you know, we invest probably 20 or 30% of the fund into upcoming up and coming um, DeFi protocols. And we definitely, you know, I think obviously we're looking at kind of the best opportunities for our investors, but I definitely think that I have a lens of um, looking beyond like the, you know, a lot of the kind of early kind of developer heavy people in the space have been have been male. And I think that there's starting to be a lot more women developers, you know, marketers, um, BD people. So there's a lot more women to invest in. And actually, we are doing an investment um, in a woman CEO. Um, the company is called Quadrata. So it's really just, you know, there's there's a lot of women that are super qualified that are coming into this space. And so out of all the investments that you have made through the Abra Fund, how many yeah. are women founded or women led? Right now, just one, but we've just okay. started deploying capital. And actually the first one was a woman. So that's great. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and so like thinking about the future of you know, the fund and yeah. how are you reaching out and how can people like learn more on how to pitch you as well and to get more uh, access to understanding what you want to invest in? Yeah, I mean, our deal flow comes from a variety of sources. Some of it is just through our network. I mean, we have a huge network of, um, the other investors in the space who we've kind of, we deal flow with, deal flow share with. And, um, you know, we go to all the conferences. So a lot of the developer conferences like for Ethereum, Avalanche, so the, the ecosystem conferences, we go to all of those. And then there's the kind of mainstream crypto conferences like Consensus that's coming up. There's, um, you know, inbound deal flow that comes in directly to us because people know what we're doing. And then sometimes it comes through our other team members, like our sales team because they're out and about a lot, they share deals with us. So there's a lot of different ways that we find deals. And we always welcome people to just send in materials as well. So um, funds at abra.com will receive um, inbounds and review them as well. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.